How's it going, guys? Tyler Solberg with the Solberg Performance Training Podcast, and today we have episode number seven, and we have Dan back on the show, so I'm very excited about that. Dan, how you doing today? Good, real good. I uh, yeah had a nice workout. Uh, it's cold, though. I got to tell you, man, whew, this storm hit hard, and uh, it's cold. Yeah. yeah, how's how warm has it been in Utah lately? Because oh, well, you're training in your garage, obviously, too. Yeah, I mean, so. I got a you know 10, 11 inches of snow and hasn't melted even as in thought of melting. I mean, that uh, the streets are fine. The streets are yeah. fine. It's just cold. Like uh, I was just going over to get some hot. I, I'm drinking hot water and lemon and yes, uh, delicious hot water. Beautiful. And uh, I just. I walked over to where I keep my hot pot, and it was like, oh, my God. I have this little crappy little space here and here that keeps this room manageable. But, yeah, uh, oh, the upstairs is fine. This is my where – where I have my office and stuff down here is freezing. Do you – yeah, do you do any, like, insulating of the of the garage or anything like that? Oh, when sure. you just go after it? Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, I've got – I just spent a couple thousand dollars on new insulated garage doors Ooh, and all that. But, nice. I mean, when you know, we have – we. The moment we open those garage doors, yeah, it don't matter because the yeah 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 because you got to open it up for the for some yeah. exercises you do anyways. We, okay, we try, so uh, it was just two of us today, me and uh, Mike Warren Brown, and yep, we <laughs> we kept one garage door closed because uh, Thomas thinks it stays warmer that way, and maybe it's true, but I didn't notice anything. <laughs> but hey, you you burn. You you make your body uh, increase its brown fat. You uh, you know you uh, you know you burn more calories. Win win win. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So what does your program look like lately? Because I know you were just competing very recently, right? Not too long ago. Are you training and preparing for another meet right now? Yeah, I got a weightlifting meet coming up down in Arizona in February. So hey, uh, that's where I live. You gotta maybe I'll come watch you. Where is that? Oh, that'd be great. Um, Not my best work right there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, and Dad's gone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you, am I, yeah, I, no am I, I'm back. On hey, we can edit. We can edit it out. It doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> so the weightlifting meet is at uh, the Blade on Whispering Wind Drive, and I'm staying at the what city? Uh, what city is it in? Well, I'm staying at the Courtyard by Marriott Phoenix North Happy Valley. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, that's not far from me at all. So maybe I'll come watch it. What day are you are you doing that meet? Yeah, hopefully, I don't lose you again. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, the twelfth, the February twelfth. Okay. So I'm yeah, I'm gonna write. I'm that not down. sure if I'm gonna. Uh, the The original plan was to drop down to ninety six kilos. That's two eleven, and I'm still. Yeah. You know, we'll see. I, I'm. It. It's a hard time of year. I mean, between the Christmas cookies and the cheers, cheers and the food yeah. and the bar food and the thing and the stuff and the, it's a tough time of year. To, I would I have to lose about between seven and eleven pounds, depending on how the thing going. Mm. And it's just uh, for whatever reason, the last few weeks I have gone up, and but it's all good. I mean, uh, the nice thing is, uh, the nice thing about being a weightlifter. On January 1st, I become yeah. 65. So I move into the next category, 65 to 69. Sure. Uh, which is great because the joke in weightlifting is, you know, when you first enter an age group, you're like, God, the weights are so light. And yeah. when you leave five years later, you're like, oh, my God. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it just it, So you get that two or three years of being the young kid. 
And the nice yeah. thing is, I mean, just just not that many men my age at my bottom they're doing alive. Yeah, alive. Yeah, and competing. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, so then you're about obviously like two months out now. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you do? What do you do then um, to get prepared? Sure. Two months out. So I. I train every day. Like yesterday, I went for about a three or four mile walk. I walked over to my daughter's house, watched some football, and walked home. Yeah. Um, today, I, I I have this 15-pound bar my friend Jim Hooper made for me. And mm-hmm. uh, about, oh, I don't know, about 8.30, quarter to 9 every day, uh, three days a week, uh, I turn on, um, you know, the news or even a YouTube channel video. And... Mm-hmm. And it's going to sound weird, but just kind of go with it. I do with this light 15 pound bar. I do three squat snatches every 35 seconds for 30 rounds. And I know most of your listeners are going, what in the hell? I'm, I'm 65 and it's freezing outside, but I need, so I need that. So I know it's only 15 pounds, but that's nine. It ends up being 90 squats, 90 snatches. Mm-hmm. And between rounds, let me just show you a quick Sure. Um, I have this thing. This comes from Costco. Cost eighty bucks at Costco. It's one of the, yeah, like a hypervolt. Yeah, and um, so, or what? Yeah, and then I put it on, and I hit. So I hit the hip flexors. Yep. Between rounds, there's I have a hot. Sure. I have hot spots from hamstring pulls in my my athletic career. Um. There's some spots on my – right there's one, baby. <laughs> um, so I, I do that. And frankly, uh, frankly, I don't know how much that helps, but it sure shows me. So, so okay, so three days a week, I start off with the 90 squat snatches with the hot spot stuff. And then I take a hot shower after that because, remember, folks, this is for this weightlifting meet, but listen to thought. And then that way, so I'm warmed up and I take the hot shower. I go outside, yep. I meet up with Mike. Uh, Mike and I do uh, suspension trainers, uh, TYTs. Because, yep. you know, I mean, when you've been bench pressing and pushing, doing push ups your whole life, um, you, get a little, you get a little broken. And then, mm-hmm. like today, I did five sets of two. Today is my light day. So I went. Uh, uh, 60, I would have been mid 200s, five sets of two on the front squat. And then, uh, actually today we just did a little, um, okay. So I got a lot of, uh, squats snatch practice in, I got my front yep. squats and today, cause I, today's my light day. So we do, we do this mixture of, of, uh, rows and curls, uh, mm-hmm. hypertrophy work. And then sure. we do, uh, hanging bent. Uh, hanging bent knee leg raises a lot of word easy what's good mm-hmm. about that is so i'm hanging so i'm doing the shoulder work and then sure. bring that as i bring my thighs up it gives me that nice tonic stretch on the lower back mm-hmm. and it helps you know with the abs and we went for about a half hour walk after that um for now for about maybe two more weeks that's kind of the idea um mm-hmm. Get the work in, and yeah, it's so. Um, there'll be another workout. A Wednesday, for example, we'll probably do uh, overhead presses and some tricep extension work as the bodybuilding thing, uh, mm-hmm. ab work. Um, so just for about, I'm right in the middle of about a two or three week, like 
body prep period. Yeah. Three days a week, I'm doing the snatches, the front squats, that kind of bodybuilding ab work, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays and Thursdays, we do a lot of mobility work and then a long walk. And then Saturday and Sunday, a uh, long walk. But one thing on Saturdays, I do my sprints. So, and my okay. sprints. Hill sprints. And- yes. Yeah, so cut my sprints on Saturdays are backpedaling because of my, uh, generally I would go over to this, to park over here and do the hill sprints, mm-hmm. but it's. Yeah. It's st- the snow. It is mud. And it, I mean, I guess I could do it, but I mean, I'm going to slip on at least half of them. Yeah. But the risk not, yeah, in, so, not worth it. Uh, one thing. So I like hill sprints and I like going backwards and I know that sounds strange, mm-hmm. but the thing about, if you're not if you're not completely a beautiful sprinter, hill sprints are totally safe. Oddly, backpedaling. So, and I don't mm-hmm. go very far. Say I don't know. We work out to twenty yards back backpedaling, and maybe an yeah. occasional longer one. But um, another thing, Mike and I do most winters. We haven't done this yet. Is there's a parking light this way, where we'll go mm-hmm. with our heavy hands. And really try to race each other, yeah. Uh, in a heavy hand uh, walk, uh, but I yeah. do think you need to sprint. So, if gentle listener, if you're an Olympic lifter or whatever, <laughs> I would say yeah. whole body workouts three days a week. The, those walking mobility days two days a week, and then one day a week you need to do that sprinty, whatever that is. Sure, like work capacity yeah. sort of building. Um, yeah. One of the things I'm not doing very much on, and I, I have picked up on, I haven't done a lot of farmer walks or suitcase carries lately, but that's really yeah. easy for me to sprinkle, and it's just not that hard. Sure. You know, and th- we actually have a workout where we you just pick up a kettlebell and we go, and the idea is every you switch from suitcase to rack to waiter walk, yeah. switch sides, and you just keep, you try to carry that, and I wouldn't go very heavy. I mean, honestly, uh, if you're a man, if you're going to go for like a half an hour walk doing that, do it. Take a 10 or 12 kilo bell first. Don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, if you're using a dumbbell, that's fine too. You'd be surprised how much it, the accumulation of fatigue hits in. So if you try to walk yeah. by using a 24 kilo, good for you. But if you're a mile, mile and a half away from home, yeah, and how you, you got to walk it back. How you get that damn thing home? You know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, so air air on a lot lighter than you think at first. Yeah. Yeah, and are you you're kind of in the point of your programming too? It sounds like you, you like a lot of the variety in some of these lifts too, right? Right at this period. When is the period that you would get a little bit more specific with more just Olympic, your Olympic lifts? Then, yeah, uh, right after the New Year. Uh, okay. I had a conversation with somebody about this idea. You know, everybody always wants me to do the 10,000 swing challenge. Uh, join us. Come yeah. on now. But I was thinking about doing the 10,000 15 pound snatch challenge. Hmm. But I'm also, so, so at the new year, I'm going to do Rusty Moore's fat loss boost, which is basically okay. for me, three chicken thighs a day and then three vegetable soups and the rest is salads. Very, mm-hmm. lots of veggies enough protein to survive and that's it oh it yeah. hot water with lemon coffee sure tea all fine water all fine all mm-hmm. carbonated drinks um you know diet carbonated drinks are all fine mm-hmm. but 
and there's no bread, there's no pancakes, there's no French toast, which is delicious. <laughs> yeah. There's no, you know, there's no uh, hash browns, you know. Sure. Um, so I got to be, if, if I, I'll probably do the fast lo- fat loss boost because I, I want to get the body weight down. See? So it's great. Yeah, about, yeah. So gentle listener, what's great about Olympic lifting is I have to weigh a certain weight, but then I also mm-hmm. want to, so what I get is that nice double. One of the things I do, and I don't, I don't know how well you'll be able to see it, but so every day I, um, so every day I have two different goals I'm trying to get. This goal here mm-hmm. is getting my body weight down, two hundred eleven yep. pounds, ninety six kilos, and this sure. financial. This is my my business, and every day yeah. I, I spend some time writing, it's working down each, writing out a few ideas. Yeah. And mm-hmm. right now, one the idea I like is I. Okay, what's the big deal about getting down to 211? Well, uh, earlier when I was working, uh, my grandson Leo was upstairs making a hell of a lot of noise. But I'd like to be around for my grandson Leo to be in high school. Well, that's that's 15 years from now. I'm going to be 80. People in my family don't live that long. So that 200... 11 pound goal okay for my health i mean that'll mean my blood mm-hmm. pressure will be down uh, i went to the uh, I, uh my eye doctor dr keller one thing about going to the eye doctor yearly besides finding out how your vision is is he spends a lot of time looking at my arteries because we discuss it and he says that my cholesterol with what he can see is the best it's looked that he can mm-hmm. remember so yeah. getting my body weight down, he says that I still have some blood pressure issues because there's, and there's, you can see there's a bit of a, a static in my, in my venous system. So, mm-hmm. well, okay. So for longevity, I know that my body weight being lower is going to make me live longer for fitness. Having a 211 body weight means I can, well, I do. I play on the ground with Leo every day. Sixty-five. Yeah. I mean, how many sixty-five-year-olds do you know roll around the ground every day? On the ground, yeah. And then for performance, I'll do better at two eleven. Well, okay, that's not true as a master athlete. The heavier, <laughs> the, the, there's yeah. not very many. But at two eleven, sure. I'll I'll try to compete with some of the open guys and see how I do. Sure. Yeah. So, so for health, fitness, longevity, and performance, weighing two eleven is a good idea. But also, too, yeah. and, and, and there's nothing, this is going to sound weird, but I'll look better at 211 yeah. than I will at 273. Sure. Um, so that's that's why I'm picking that double goal there. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah so th- is that kind of the biggest thing now when you set goal f- goals for yourself as far as, like, even p- for performance? You're kind of looking at it through the lens of, like, multiple things, your performance right. and longevity. If- and- you don't get to just consider, okay, I'm, I'm out. This is where I would compete the best yeah. out on the platform. Yeah. I don't know how well this is going to look for our podcast, but I, I kind of make, uh, okay. So uh, I make, uh, I make like an X kind of a grid. Yeah. So what you got is, you know, maybe, maybe health, yeah, fit, uh, health, longevity, fitness, performance. Yep. Make a circle in there, make it a bit of a Celtic cross, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's looking good. And when all those things kind of come together, that to me is a workable, repeatable goal, a, a goal that yeah. I, I can bite into, you know, if I'm, if I, okay, should I, you know, should I drink, uh, these 10 beers 
Well, I just look it over. Leo, and it's like, well, yeah. do I want to be – these beers are going to taste good, but yeah. it's going to impact my hanging out with Leo and Danny and Josephine in 15 years. So that, sure. that seems to help me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just looking it through the lens of multiple goals you have instead of just like, okay, right. this is what I would do on the yeah. on the platform. You know, Earl, Night so, Earl Nightingale's great, you know, his great insight, you know, um, you become what you think about. And so for me, I try to do this. I call it the two numbers goal. Yeah. I'm thinking about those two goals. But what I notice is, is once I do those, uh, I also, I also have massive amounts of, uh, uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of things I've uh, checked off because um, as I start doing these goals, like, the, the, the original one here, I don't have it sadly with me, but there's a big mm-hmm. slash through where it says uh, Phoenix. Uh, it says PH. Yep. Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call it? Registration. Uh, for the sure. The only thing I haven't done yet is uh, sign up for the flights. And the reason is uh, my d- the people at Delta told me to wait until last, after January to yeah, a little bit more affordable fr- flights yeah, and stuff. Right, yeah. That's a really good time to come here too. We were looking at flights during that time; they're a lot cheaper yeah. to come in February yeah. after the holidays. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. when you start writing these things down, what I like is going back and you start to X out. Okay, that was a good idea. Or I look at another mm-hmm. one here. It says rag doll stretch, and I haven't been doing a very good jo- uh, butterfly and rag doll stretch. Um, the rag dolls when you you grab your forms like this and mm-hmm. just lean forward and go <sighs> and, just, and I can feel my neck go cook, 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 in my lower body mm-hmm. you know and yeah. the other one's a butterfly that's that when you put your your heels together and you let your knees fall open yeah yeah so for me as an Olympic lifter those are those are probably the two stretches that I need the most that, that's what I feel sure and I'm not been sure. very good about them so I'm looking at that right as I'm sitting here going I got to do that more and or it's not a good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. I like that. Tyler. It's that. Yeah. So it's either a bunch of crap that I just wrote down yeah. or yeah. why am I not doing them? And what is the tool I need to do to make me put those into my day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, maybe when I'm watching yeah. um, family guy uh, put, you know, put my heels together and, you know, watch it, you know, with my legs apart. Yeah. Or yeah. I, I got to find places in my life to fit it in. Yeah. You're just pairing, you're pairing them with other yeah. things so that you kind of cue yourself. <clears throat> or it's crap. Them. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, you're not doing yeah. it for some reason. Is that gun? That's very true. That's very true. You know, is this thing better than those two yoga poses? But you do them, you know? Yeah. Well, here's my thought. I mean, yeah. is it, is my body just saying, well, this and 90 squat snatches. That's enough, Danny. You, and and maybe mm-hmm. I'm just getting pushback from, I don't know, the system saying, yeah, good, good enough, good enough. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I feel that all the way when I write programming for myself. Like I'll have like a more detailed warm up when I start. And I'm like, well, I really only need this. And I start to just strip away, kind of like what you talk about. You just kind of like strip away all this stuff that that doesn't. <laughs> feel like you need it or you're just not going to do yeah, it. I had a, a person ask me a question for my podcast. Uh, I wrote uh, in one of my articles, two days a week, this program Joran Svensson, the late Joran Svensson gave me, where uh, one day a week you do bench press and clean 
And then the the the, the nice the, the the reader added, I do bear hug carries that day, and I'm like, mm-hmm. so basically. And then the other day a week you do uh, snatch, and he said do overhead squats, and we used to call that mm-hmm. the exercise power snatch overhead squat. Yep. We just called it the exercise because that's the name. Uh, this running back, this kid who ran for his last five games, he got over 200 yards per game. Uh, you know, which is just. I mean, that's, that's, for those of you who don't understand American football, just trust me, that's a big number. That's a and, yeah. Uh, he just felt like it just put them together. So, and then after mm-hmm. that date, the, the, the reader said farmer walks, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's money. Um, so mm-hmm. sometimes you strip away, and you now you have a two day a week program. You know, I remember reading a two day a week uh, Olympic lifting program. Oh God, this has to be. It has to be 1980. 1980. And this person said, I'm just too busy and came up to this very, very simple program. Uh, I stole the idea and then said I wrote it because, you know, that's what I do. But I, I worked with a, with a guy who told me I can, I can do a tiny bit of work on like one day a week work mm-hmm. but can I, can you come up with the program Saturday and Sunday? So we came up with uh, um, on Saturday if I get the order wrong, don't worry about it. But Saturday, snatch, clean and jerk, front squat, hard farmer walk. You know, yeah. So a real so basically an Olympic lifting meet. Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday was power snatch, power clean, push jerk, back squat, and then Wednesday because I think you need to squat snatch twice a week. Yeah, he squat snatched, and he made great progress for a you know, a, a normal human being, American, not mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and to say that, that, and, and the Wednesday workout wasn't, it was just, he did some, he did some squat snatches that there was that. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you can, you can whittle away until you have what you need to do. And boy, yeah. people really make great progress doing that. Yeah. I always like when I read some of your stuff that you talk about your program from high school that you did too that like what program you started with it's it does seem very bare bones when you look at it to start be like yeah like you all you would need is you know some bench press and front squats and um some olympic lifts yeah, and, you think the the southwood program power clean, the southwood program power yeah. clean military front squat bench press and i mean yeah i i challenge you to find me honestly for the bulk of the people i've worked with for better movements yeah, and then when people ask me, "What do we do?" Dick Notmeyer's gym, the Pacific Barber Club. I said, "Well, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we snatch and clean and jerk, and Tuesday and Saturday we did front squats and and jerks." And yeah, so what else? Well, that was it. You know, two and a half hour mm-hmm. workout, and you got two exercises done because we were going max every day. Yeah. How do you work with people like, so I have clients that I train online and it's some of them move from these very circusy style of workouts, right? Like the only way you make progressions is to have this very complex variation of, of a good fundamental exercise. How do you work on modifying people's, I guess, approach over time when you look at programming, like the way we're talking about it, which sure. is, well, Hey, you need four things. Yeah. You know, well, or five that's things. why, you know, I have a site, Dan John University. Can I sell it for a minute? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go so, for it. Okay. So I love it. If the listeners just go to danjohnuniversity.com and type in new year, one word, massive discount. But here's what the 
Mm-hmm. And then you'll go to the workout programmer. And the first question is, yes. what equipment do you have? Because I don't care. I don't have this perfect idea. I mean, it all starts with what you mm-hmm. have available to you. And then uh, then how, how long do you want your workouts to be? Half hour, hour, how many days a week? One day to seven days. And then you press a button and our algorithm tells you, our AI, here you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's step one. So there's, you might have missed this, but there's already things you, one is it trains the equipment that you have, two, with what you want to do. And then three, it spits out to you what is a good one, first, second, and third week program. Mm-hmm. But then inside of it, there's even another step of variation. And to me, this is the most important. So what people miss is this. The first step is you train with what you have, with the hours you have, with the days of the week you have. And then you get a push, pull, hinge, a squat, and a loaded carry with a mobility movement in between as your rest periods. It's going to be, let's just say, three sets of eight. But with the squat, there's a little thing you can scroll up and down. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I mean, it it, it might say body weight squat, Assisted body weight squat, you know, door handle or a tier. Yeah. Uh, f- goblet squat, front squat, overhead squat, jumping gobbles. So you got all these variations in there. And the, here's the mm-hmm. thing. There are days you get in the gym and you're like, yeah, it says overhead squats, but uh, I'm doing goblet squats, three sets a. Yeah. And it, yep. I think that's okay. Because when you, you do that little thing, when you scroll, I don't know how the hell you do it. I, I don't know why it happens, but you go like this and it moves. To, yep. Instead of body weight squat, you decide to do jumping goblet squats. Yeah. My friend, Ann, she, she does the program and she, she thinks jumping goblet squats is better than all the crap I have on my site. And it's like, well, thanks, Ann. That means a lot. <laughs> Jerk. Um, yeah. But she's she's really she's really attractive, so I let her slide. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, she's also she's also uh, deaf, and uh, uh, deaf I should say. Yeah, yeah. The girl you said that you were in Chicago with the last time we talked. Yeah, right? Wonderful. And uh, yeah. But what's great about her? She just says, "For what I need, the jumping goblet squat is better than all the rest of the stuff." And I'm like, mm-hmm. and and it's funny because as a long time coach, I now go. Instead of going, oh, you're wrong. I'm Dan John. Listen to me. Now I go, yeah. Okay, I'm going to write that down and I'm going to steal that information because that's mine. Yeah. 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 So w- when you go to something like that, okay, say you're doing three days a week, there is going to be a day where you want to do front squats and you want to do five sets mm-hmm. of two and the bar is going to bend down as you stand up and you're going to bravely, you know, mm-hmm. you know. You know, like me, as grit your teeth and get it up. When I went to go get my uh, cup of hot water with lemon, I jumped up from my desk. I've been sitting here for a while doing some work, and my legs said, "You squatted a lot today, you idiot." (laughs) And I've forgotten that. And so there are days you're going to be just all piss and vinegar, and Mm -hmm. there are going to be days you're like, "Yeah, assisted assisted TRX squat sounds like a really, yeah, that's what I'll do." And the nice yeah. thing is, if you have the courage to let your you let yourself say, "Okay, today's a good day to do the easier one." Two days later, yeah. what you'll find is you are you show up and you maybe go after it. And here's the other secret: yeah. if there is a secret, um, if you if you train three to five days a week, 
you will find that you naturally rise and fall, and that's okay because if you have a uh, if you have a a workout that you reward yourself with two days later, you will train a little harder. And the other thing too is, yeah, if you have a push pull hinge squat and loaded carry, you know there are days where one of those five is a really good workout, and the other yeah. four. But that's okay because whatever one of those is, you know, that, you know, Captain America, Big, yeah. Marvel mm-hmm. comic book workout that, you know, you always think you should have uh, with one of the lifts, the other four didn't, you, you still did the work, you practiced. And I got to tell yeah. you, you know, Tyler, if, if I could tell you, if there's a secret to ongoing body composition change and body, you know, improving performance, fitness, longevity. It's, mm-hmm. it's <laughs> nothing new here. It's progress. It's, it's coming back and, and doing it again and again and again. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's your, your hinge and loaded carry are going to carry the ball because they seem to recover faster. Sometimes yeah. your push is going to carry the ball. Some days your squat and yeah, you're going to have those days where all five or you know, yeah, kind of come together. Yeah. And that's the one you talk about yeah. on Instagram. Absolutely. And the rest of the time, <laughs> that's the one you post. You bury the other go, ones. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah. 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 Who can argue yeah. with that? Yeah. 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 I, um, so I don't, I don't mean to kind of shift direction so hard here, but going back to your goals that you had, that little sheet, I, I noticed like you said that you had a professional side. What is that for you right now? Um, you're, I, I saw the other day, you're up to 122 podcasts now. I think something like that. Oh, just, um, oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. Just like your professional side. So I'm the, way over no. 2000 videos on YouTube Yeah, and my, yep. today was podcast, I think 124. Well, what? Once before. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I want to do is increase the number of members that we have at Dan John university. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I have this, so what I'd like to do, and it sounds insane, what I'm trying to do, uh, it comes down to something Earl Nightingale says. If you want to increase the amount of money you make, you need to increase the number of people you serve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, do I want to make more money? Yeah, gentle listener, this is going to sound weird, but um, I'm in a very strange place in my life. Uh, there's some things that have happened in my life in the last couple of years that I, I have to be, uh, I have to, I have to grow to serve people in my family and friendship. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm helping out a lot more, some people. Okay. There's some things sure. that happen. It's not all, it's not all Chardonnay and roses in my life. Okay. It's champagne and roses. And don't forget that. So <laughs> in order for my income to increase, I need to serve more people. So mm-hmm. one of the things I'm trying, like I noticed in today's podcast, it just happened so naturally. My answers to questions have gone from 30 seconds. Yes, that's five sets of two, front squat. Thank you. Okay, next question. Two sets of five, you know, deadlift. Thank you. To these very deep, because I'm trying to serve. If you ask me a question sure. and on the podcast, I, I'm giving you basically now a consult. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the questions are tougher for me than others, uh, not because I'm stupid, because it's uh, when people ask me about how to get their kids to do something, that's really hard for me. Yeah. 
because uh I, because they're they're that's yeah. hard it's i you know for me you know here's my parenting advice uh no tv and school nights uh read the books your kids are reading if your kid has a school assignment i, I learned this actually from being a godfather got a call Okay, mm-hmm. I'll, let me just go through the whole list and we'll come back, okay? Being a parent, yeah, yeah, absolutely. No TV on school nights. Read the books your kids are reading. Uh, they, your kids, you should have a menu and a chore list. So when your kids come home, uh, we already we already know what we're going to have for dinner. And here, it's Monday. And Monday, everybody knows in my life, is white laundry day. because And Tuesday is dark laundry day. And Wednesday, I clean the bathrooms because that's the, that's, Okay. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. That's the chore list. Mm-hmm. Um, you empty the dishwasher before dinner. That's your job, Tyler. That's what you do. That's our family. Well, I, I don't want to. Well, shit. I mean, jeepers, man. I'm freaking <laughs> making dinner, you know. Yeah. Lily of the field, you know. Um, and then um, uh, do your best. This is a secret. If you have middle, middle school kids Always volunteer to drive your kids to things with their friends. You will learn more about your children driving their two or three companions to something than you will. And it's great therapy to listen to what kind of kid you have. You'll find out so much. Um, what's the one I wanted to come back? Oh, read the book. Read the books your children learn reading in school. A couple of years back, yeah. my uh, my godchild Amanda. This is a long time ago. She was this. She was and she goes. What's the deal with this book by Voltaire, Voltaire called Candide? And I said, well, what do you mean? Our professor, you know, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So she was in college. So yeah. uh, it was about 7 o'clock at night. I drove over to a little convenience bookstore here called Barnes & Noble, little little tiny little place over here. I bought Voltaire's Candide. I got home probably about 7.30, and I read the entire book, called her up the next day, and I said, okay, Pan gloss. Now you know. You know, the opening. <laughs> yeah. And what I learned, uh, my daughter, Lindsay, did you ever read The Westing Game? No. By the time she came, by the time I picked her up from school, hey, you know the thing about The Westing Game? I got lost. Have you ever read uh, Ten Little, I think it's called Ten Little Indians by Agatha Christie? Uh, I hadn't read it. I mean, I like Little yeah. Mysteries. I never read it. So I read mm-hmm. it. Uh, Harry Potter, I read with the kids. Um, the nice yeah. thing is all you're trying to do in parenting is have a conversation about with your children. And I think it's good if you go to movies and you talk about it. Uh, but I find anything they're interested in, especially if it's a book, read it and then talk. But the yeah. parent in, this, in my podcast wanted me to help her child become a better athlete. And it's like, geez. Yeah, that's tough. If you're that's like, a tough you know, question. You know, I mean, my family, we we can't play cards together without trying to kill each other. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm just, what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is to increase my, the amount of money. Uh, do you want me to read off a few of these to you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, write an article a day. Uh, the, the, the Derek Sivers book, hell yeah or no. Think about that a little bit more, more Earl Nightingale. So when I drive around, I listen to Earl Nightingale. This is Earl Nightingale reminding you, uh, videos, uh, videos about articles, which I thought were good. Um, uh, the game changer course, which I finished, um, yesterday, uh, will be yeah. uh, available Wednesday. Um, 
it took me three days to write 200 pages and do 13 videos. Um, empathy and ego both win, win-win. Uh, this is from a friend of mine, Patrick. Uh, just mm -hmm. uh, uh, oh, add affiliation codes back on the things for Dragon Door. I forgot about that. Oh, here's one: push Dan John University on podcast. Yeah, there you go. Check that one off. <laughs> um. Oh, um, I'm investing. Uh, I have a, a thing. I'm I'm looking at my. Uh, I'm I'm just going to start investing. What is it? Uh, about. I'm just. There's a. I'm doing this thing. I think it's called stash or slash. I think it's called stash. And yeah. Whenever I'm I'm investing in a company, I'm not going to tell you the company's name because I. Yeah. Not a, then people are going to email you and say, "Well, they're a terrible company. They do. Yeah. No matter what company it is, it's terrible and awful." Sure. And kind of reading on the news about it, and it's like, oh, it is terrible and awful. So <laughs> I am gonna, yeah. So, but, and then, um, you know, um, so I'm 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 investing about fifty dollars a week into this company, and I'm gonna turn, yeah, I'm buying shares. Uh, it's interesting. I was I was thinking about a company that's famous for mice, and then they did a terrible thing on Friday. So it's a good thing I didn't. Invest in. Then yeah, it's uh, didn't stick money into that. There's a mouse. There's, um. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. No matter what company you 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 invest in, um, it's always tough. Um, it's it's always tough. Um, it's interesting. It cost it cost four hundred thousand dollars to make my fair lady uh, with Julie Andrews and Rex Harrison open on Broadway. Now that's an investment I'd like to have bought into. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, here, here's a hundred thousand dollars. You know, because that yeah. long term, you'd have made a few bucks. You know. Oh yeah. yeah you know, but there's not very many of those floating around anymore. You know. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. So, so what I what I do, uh, gentle listener, and this is in the course. Um, it's in the course. Uh, yeah. When did you say that's coming out again? You just finished up Game Changer, and that's for Dan John University. Yeah. Then too. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to get that too. <laughs> so, at the university, if you're a member of the university, there's a number of free, free courses like Easy Strength for Fat Loss, um, Easy Strength for Fat Loss. Um, uh, you have a bunch of like Marty Gallagher stuff on there too, right? I think I read some. Oh, some yeah, of the stuff yeah. from there. Mm -hmm. Yep. But yep. these are the courses. These aren't just the articles. Oh, okay. Yep. So uh, yep. the courses have um, chapters, and there's. Um, like for this one, there's this called Game Changers. So there's a chapter on the first time I got a barbell. Um, yeah. Dave Davis's article, 1974, Dick Knottmeyer, Easy Strength, Bigger, Faster, Stronger Chains, Fast Mimicking Diet, Hill Sprints. Is, Hill Sprints, we just had that conference. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's a couple others. And I'm going to probably do three different courses on. So there's going to be Game Changer 1, Game Changer 2, Game Changer 3. Yep. So there's also the basics of easy strength as a course. I think that's maybe 18 chapters. And then there's advanced, and I think that's 18 chapters on easy strength. Mm -hmm. There's one on programming, which I think is much better than I – it's funny because I think it's better than I think. I like that one. I, I did oh. both. I, I did the easy strength, the first one. The programming, I really like both of them. I still have to do the advanced yeah. course for but the easy on strength. On the programming one, I, there's nothing – you probably knew all of it, but 
the conversation. I like the bigger picture. Yeah, the bigger picture like conversation around it. That's why that's why it, it, going to the listener again, if you're going to do these courses, that's why you go to Dan because yeah, you can read a book and you can figure out this sets of this equals blah blah, but it's about like taking the bigger picture into perspective. I I really enjoy that about your courses. Yeah. So, you know, uh, okay, I'm technically in a couple days I'm 65, okay, as a weightlifter. I've been lifting since 1965. Yeah. So I've got this, you know, I've got a lot of time uh, on the bar, but I mm -hmm. also am the person who's, I've buried weight, you know, uh, Jorn Svensson, uh, Stefan Fernholm, Brian Oldfield, uh, God, God bless him, uh, Dave Davis last week. Uh, yeah. Love. CJ Hunter, who held my daughter Kelly as a baby, uh, last week died. Um, gosh, the number of friends I've lost in, you know, when I found out Ricky Eaton died, I remember I remember teaching him how to clean. You know, yeah, uh, 1984 Olympian. Uh, just so many of my friends have died. There's a picture. It's a funny picture. I don't want to give too many details. Yeah, there's two coaches in the picture and a team, and the only member of the team still alive is me. Yeah, everybody else is dead. Um, you know, the the two coaches and me. And, um, and because a lot of people, when they do our sport, they do do performance enhancing drugs and that does cut yeah. their lifespan. But also too, a lot sure. of guys, when they retire, you know, they just keep putting on, or, you know, they, they become diabetic. They, they put on mm -hmm. weight, uh, continue to eat that way they, uh, without yeah. the, the sport on top of and it. And of yeah. course, you know, PEDs have a, an amazing ability and, you know, there's that one famous strength coach who told Dan Martin, well, here's the program, but you need to smoke dope before every meal. You take amphetamines before you do the workout, and you take anabolic mm -hmm. steroids. Well, anabolics yeah. and amphetamines are 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 going to keep you. You can eat. You can just gorge yourself. Yeah, sure. But the downside is you're putting <laughs> you're writing checks that you're going to have. Your body's going to really cash. So yeah. And I'm not, and yeah. people, I'm not a prude. I'm not stupid. I, I, and I understand mm -hmm. why people do it, but you got to understand, you know, uh, you know, Rocky, you know, if you want to dance, you got to pay the piper, you know? Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. I actually, um, I watched that video. You had a Dave that was, that was super, oh, thank um, you. I really, really enjoyed that. It was beautiful. Um, do you have any, like, what, what are you, some of your favorite stories about Dave, if you don't mind? I know that's like a very early thing, so I don't want to ask yeah. something. Mm -hmm. The oh. one thing about Dave is we, the two of us were, I, you cannot probably have two more opposite ways people, okay. So Dave, if you gave him this pen and said, write down your name, Dave would write mm -hmm. down his name. If you said anything to him while he was writing down his name, he literally couldn't hear it. I have never met a more single focused person in my life. And mm -hmm. you know the way you interview me, man. I am, I bounce all over. <laughs> I mean, I, my friend Jim Marcosian says when I give a talk, it's always like I just go like this, and I finally <laughs> get to the point. And when you get to the point, it's like, she, that I learned a lot. Yeah. But I drive yeah. a lot of people crazy because you know uh, I get beat up on at Reddit and uh, these some of these forums. God, he talks about all this crap, and he never gets to the point. Well, Jackass is okay. You ready? Eat protein. <laughs> eat veggies, drink water, put weights over your head, pick them up off the ground and carry them there. Mm -hmm. Do that. 
done. <laughs> now just shut yeah. the F up. Go yeah. do that shit. That same asshole who says all he does is talk. Well, Dan, well, what do you mean by vegetables? Ah, asshole. You couldn't look it up on Google yourself. You don't mm -hmm. know you're an adult who doesn't know what a effing vegetable is. So now I have to tell you what a vegetable is. Yeah. Well, how much should I? Shut up. That's why I tell the stories because that'll shut up these stupid. <sighs> the problem with being a Fulbright scholar and being very smart is that I, this can, Tyler, I'm sorry, but. <laughs> no, I'm ready for it. Got to say it. Stupid people shouldn't be online. And the, most people, especially all you got to do is just read the crap. You know, these conspiracy assholes, you know, everything's a conspiracy. And this mm -hmm. same jackass who couldn't show up to, who, who couldn't, who couldn't show up to school every day is now an expert on pandemics, yeah. who sure. killed JFK, uh, you know, uh, how many, the, the, oh, and there's always secret, not this Gnosticism, you know, there's always secret knowledge. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got to go, you just got to read up on it, Dan. Well, you know, see, I have multiple advanced degrees. I was getting my doctorate, but the school closed. I'm a Fulbright scholar. I got every academic athlete award at every school I've ever been to. Mm -hmm. So, and what was your GPA? Well, you know, my, my teachers hated me. Uh, why didn't you go on? Yeah, right. My coaches hated me. Oh, okay. So you're you're just too smart and too athletic to make it as an athlete. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, right. you're more <laughs> listening to yourself as you go through this. Yeah. <laughs> You're sensing a theme yeah, here, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every everybody hated you. Even yeah, yeah, every, yeah, you, yeah. You never got a break, which is why you couldn't go to class. Yeah, it wasn't because you were smoking dope and the stairs going in. No, you weren't showing up. Yeah. No, had nothing to do yeah, with the it. The lack of showing up. Not no, no. It's because you no. got picked on. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get picked on, folks, try to be an elite athlete. Everybody's going to try to get here people are going to tell you you're not good enough you're not smart enough you're not tall enough you're not strong enough yeah uh, your family going to try to say why are you doing that why don't you do what your brothers did and get blown up in vietnam that's the advice i got from a member of my family hey you should join the you should join the army well now why would i do that well then you can serve your and well you know my brothers got blown up in vietnam and, well yeah well they they were just unlucky well okay you make a good point but, yeah you know. Of the four of them who went to Vietnam, the four of them who served, two got blown up really bad. So, yeah, I'll yeah. for that. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm on a rant today, man. I apologize. I'm I'm glad I caught you at this time. This is good. This is a that was the best rant on uh, lemon lemon water I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so, um, what was I going to say? So, when um. Oh, I had a good question for you. Just give me Wait, one. A good second. question. This is the one. Podcast? What's going on? I, I think yeah, right. Um, oh yeah. Um, so what? So what is your your plan for? Obviously, you have all the podcasts that that you've completed, and then you have that. Um, you have your kind of checklist that you have for your business. Um, what is, what is your, your plan for You said you wanted to get more people, like when you, and serve more people, what's the biggest thing that you kind of dive into when you're trying to do that? Okay. So, okay. So, like specifically, yeah, I guess. Sure. Okay. Here's, here's a couple of things that I'm, 
I am struggling to do because I hate it. When yeah. you ask a question on Instagram, I'm answering. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you ask a question on my YouTube channel, I mean, people are pulling off videos I did nine years ago and asking questions. Yeah. And it's hard, man. And so when I get that, I go in and I answer. So I'm answering the questions on Instagram. I'm answering the questions on YouTube. I have two forums, Dan John Q&A over at DaveDraper.com and the forum mm-hmm. at Dan John University. I'm going in there and I'm answering questions. I'm doing good work. I actually asked the question about writing prompts. I've probably mm-hmm. written 400 pages in the last two weeks. I've written yeah. in the last two weeks because of uh, someone asked me about, in fact, that just went up about journals. And I wrote a, somebody asked, yeah. you write about journals. So I wrote a whole new article for the site on journals. And what I think the keys are to having a good journal. Yeah. Um, I'll just give them to you because, you know, why not? Uh, one mm-hmm. of the things every year, and I'm just, I'm putting it together. I'll maybe even just do it this afternoon. Uh, yeah. In your journal, you should at the end of every year have a top ten best worst lists, and that that's why a journal is so good. You can go back and you can look in the last year. You know, we almost lost Leo at birth. You know, his umbilical cord broke, and uh, it's a miracle, seriously. Yeah. God, that Thomas insisted to drive her because we had a we had no we should have lost the little guy. You know, we should have lost. That's. That's something I need to write. I got to make sure that's in my journal. Yeah. My top 10 list from uh, 1989 says pregnancy. And of course, that's Kelly. So I can go back and I can see these. That's so cool. And then I see that the dishwasher broke. And then I've got, you know, I've got sometimes it's the, the top 10 worst list. This year's worst list will, will be, there'll be some, there'll be some rough issues there. But, yeah. You know, sometimes in the top, best list you you know i'm up to 18 19 20 25 things that are just great but what's nice mm-hmm. about that when you look at them in your journal and go, okay this is good i mean one of the things i've lost 36 pounds this year yeah and, yeah you can really even see it in your videos okay. uh, like when you were doing your that you posted them the other day that was yeah really see that okay well and I, yeah i've lost some lean body mass i'm sure but yeah i mean i feel yeah i'm good um, the next thing, um, oh, what shoot, um, it just dropped out of my head. Oh, when you start a new, a new journal, I think you should mm-hmm. have a little first page or I usually write it on the cover on the inside cover. Yeah. Things I know. And for me, the same ones keep coming up over and over. For example, I think whole three days a week, whole body strength training is best for me. Yeah, now, you're going to have listeners who say you don't know Mina, and I'm good for you. You you're going to do, you're going to train 28 times a week, and mm-hmm. um, recovery shows up over and over and over again in my things I know list. Uh, vegetables show up. Drink more water shows up all the time. Um, basically, on my, so it's things I know, and it's just something. And that, by the way, it's also probably a good idea if you've never done it before, is to take. So do the 10 best worst list and then things I know. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mind if I just look real quick? Uh, no, I'm, go I'm for just, it. I, go for I it. I feel like I'm missing something that my oh, journals and diaries, it'll just take a second here. Uh, yeah. I feel like I'm missing a really important one. Um, 
It's a great thing to do around this time of year oh, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, um, the other thing I do is I go back in my older journals and I look at them and with a different colored pen, you go in there and you make notes on your journal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and what's interesting about that is you might see a thing happening that you miss. Um, you know, for example, I've gone back and seen that I was using uh, this, these chains. For example, I saw that I was using chains a lot, a lot mm -hmm. back in the late 1990s when I got a, I got a free pair from a guy. Yeah. And I'm looking at these early, these are, this is the, when I first come online and my workouts have chains on every workout when I'm online. Here's the interesting thing. They, I used them so much when I was coaching out at uh, Juan Diego and I was using them so much. It's going to sound strange. I didn't notice I was using them. Yeah. So it, when people come and work out with me or came to the old facility, you don't ever write about chains. And I'd look at them like, holy cow, I don't. Yeah. Because they're right there. So, yeah. you know, it's, you know, you ever look at those things where they, 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 they uh, the, 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 it's the, it's the, the, the vase and the bowl and the two people looking at each other or the, yeah. or the bunny. And all of a sudden are the old lady and the young lady are on the same picture and you don't mm -hmm. see it. You don't see it. Um, oh, it's in the movie mall rats too. Those paintings okay. where you can't see the thing. And all of a sudden it, yeah. And you can never not see it again. Mm -hmm. sometimes you'll be doing something uh, as a coach or a train uh, as a person and someone will point it out to you and you look at them like, holy cow, we do do a lot of that. And so that's yeah. why I think it helps to go back to read the old journals, have a different colored pen as best you can. Yeah. Just make a note and you make a note on an old journal. And then if you can, you know, it, it, it just stays in your head longer. And it really, yeah. it, it, it's just very valuable. So the 10 best, 10 worst list, the what I know thing, and then mm -hmm. reviewing some of your old stuff, because it almost is like looking at your work through somebody else's eyes. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of a cool thing because you've been writing and putting out work for so long? Is that, have you enjoyed that about people bringing up old work that you've posted before and then you having to answer questions? You're like, oh, I forgot to even... Did that. Pat Flynn does that with my old articles every Tuesday. We yeah, and he'll say we we got an article, and it'll be like, what? And he'll say like, yeah, you, and it'll be like, holy cow! Uh, two or three weeks ago, he said whole body workouts. You said you know three days a week, and I'm like, mm -hmm. holy cow! That just keeps coming back and coming yeah. back. Recovery, uh, uh, having an organized recovery program. It mm -hmm. just keeps resurfacing. Uh, another one is for me is meditation. Uh, yeah. I got, uh, can I bounce out real quick again? Yeah, you're all good. Oh, and there's, here's something else I'm, I'm experimenting with. So sure. I'm constantly experimenting. Okay. So this comes from, it's called music cozy and at mm -hmm. Bluetooth. Yeah. And I wear it over like this and this is how I meditate. Yeah. So when I, when I teach at St. Mary's, I bring this with me because I stay at the hotel, uh, the Pope Pub there in Twickenham. 
and I'm always worried about jet lag and the noise mm-hmm. from the the weird noises. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, I realized that now I'm, I'm I read something that says you should. It, it's a very simple thing. In fact, it's in my notes right here. I'm staring at it right there. It's yeah. These are things. Uh, these are the secrets of I can't remember good health. Drink more coffee. Take vitamin D three. Walk seeds and nuts and meditate twice a day. That's what this, the whole book said. So yeah. I, I'm like, yeah, I take coffee. And then I said, vitamin D. And I realized I haven't taken vitamin D. So I went on to this little, um, it's a, a little store. It's, I don't have heard of it called Amazon. And I bought basically a year supply of vitamin D and uh, yeah. I'm taking it. I mean, it's so simple. At night, when I take my, I take a, I use hibernate. It's a, it's a little bit of magnesium, just a tiny bit of melatonin. It's just, yeah. I take, and I take those to help me sleep. Seeds and nuts um, over at Macy's, that's a food store I shop at. They have this bag that has hemp seed, chia seed, and red flax seed. And when I make my oatmeal <laughs> this time, I pour the entire bag in. So a bag is this big. I pour mm-hmm. the whole thing into my inst- in my overnight oatmeal, yeah, yeah. Uh, plus oatmeal. So basically, um, and by the way, I know on paper seeds say they they have a lot of calories. Trust me, you're not going to notice them; they go right through you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then meditate. Uh, here's another thing I'm I'm just experimenting with. It's called yeah. yeah. Relax, Tony. It's uh, I, I'm surprised I don't have them on right now. These are toe spreaders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, a guy who does hundred mile races, um, we talked about, in fact, that's when I changed the brand of shoe I'm wearing. He said the problem with most shoes in America is they're too narrow. So I, mm-hmm. I started buying wider athletic shoes and, yeah. uh, and now I wear the toe spreaders. If I'm working in the afternoon, I always put them on and I, wa- I just got to walk around a little bit and it just, yeah. yeah. but what's funny is that my toes looked like this six months ago and normally they're out like this now. Which, mm-hmm. on, according to him, is better. Yeah. yeah, I I I started doing that not too long ago too with some of those Acumobility ones, but it's it's very obvious. I have like an old knee injury, yeah. and I can definitely tell when I'm squatting. Just being able to grip the ground a little bit better with those it's really well, nice. If you can combine those toe spreaders, and you put this okay, so say this is my foot. You know, the foot mm-hmm. has three arches. I don't remember. Yep. Three. So it's one, two, and like the line of fingers. Yeah. You stick this thing right in here and it is magical how much it hurts at first. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, yeah, I'm gentle listener. I'm not a lunatic. (laughs) I feel it's my job in the fitness industry to do these things and to share. But if you follow Tyler, we're getting back to your question about mm-hmm. how do I serve? I serve yeah. by buying the equipment and testing it out and talking about it. How do I yeah. use my serve? I'm answering questions on Instagram and YouTube. How do I serve? I'm you, you follow. I'm serving yeah. by serving. Yeah. yeah. And according to my business partner Brian Gwaltney, who is a genius, um, he wants yep. to retire in five years, and basically it's. I mean, not, I mean, you know, he has back in the day, we used to call it FU money. Yeah. Uh, what you do, right. You know, 
You got <laughs> the Jay Z money. <laughs> Jay- I said the J the Jay Z money. I don't know what Jay Z is. That oh, it's just a rapper. Oh, okay. but that's a, that's like a quote from Dave Chappelle, like the F you money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's you know when I was working at uh, the one high school, the other high school, and we kept getting terrible principals back to back to back. I was stuck. I couldn't just walk. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, I could have. I just didn't know. But you know, I didn't have. I didn't have any fu money, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things I, I I read a good. Uh, I listened to a lot of audio tapes. I, I like. I'm a huge fan of driving around with books on tape. Uh, yeah. I, when I walk, I always, I you know, I stick the podcast. You know, I, I listen to podcasts, and yeah. One of the things that person said is, you know, the this always get yourself to your first million so that you can quit anything you do from now on. And mm-hmm. you. Now that I'm in a place where I literally uh, financially can just, I mean, if someone pisses me off, I just walk away. It, it's happened in the last week. Um, yeah. I was going to do this thing. And this person just kept being very, uh, I don't know, I won't worry about it. But then it was just like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's I don't, I yeah, don't need nice. the money and I don't need the hassle. Um, instead of doing this thing, I can make, not it's, it's folks it's not a, it's not about the money but it's it's about what the money brings but i i'm sure to listen i don't i don't want to i'm not going to do this thing just for the money i'm not yeah and uh, yeah oh you're walking away from a lot of money yeah no i'm not walking away from a lot of money i'm walking away from you who's being kind of a you know kind of a, a dink okay yeah yeah so oh yeah, that's uh, that's nice to be in that position now where you don't have to deal with that because I think that's something I noticed like early in my career, like like well I'm early in my career like some of the times you just have to like put up with those people yeah, take those um, in those situations like oh shit I don't want to be here <laughs> but I know I need to do this to to forward myself in what I do <laughs> but you know all the all the people who you know like the principles that I struggled with in in, in different. They all turned out long term that, you know, I hate to say this, but I was right and they were wrong. I mean, they, yeah, they, they, they did these things that were not, you know, either, you know, they were, they did stupid stuff. Uh, my former students will tell me, oh, yeah, Mr. John, we, we all knew that this person was a horse's ass and it makes me feel better. Um, I don't, I, I mean, it is one of those things I, I do wish, and this is, sounds crazy, but, I'm at a place in my life where I have a fair amount of, of resources financially and time-wise. Boy, I wish I'd had them when I was in my 20s as an athlete. I just, but that's just the way of the world. And maybe I can help and share somebody else get to their dreams. And that'll be a win-win for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's what it kind of sounds like you're doing anyways. You're talking about just like as you grow your business, it sounds like that's what you're you're doing anyways. Yeah, so. yeah. How, yeah. And it's it, if you get a chance, it's on YouTube. I actually mm-hmm. own the CDs, but it's called "Lead the Field" by Earl Nightingale. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I heard you talk about that on the podcast the other day, and I keep writing it down and yeah, and, and not coming around to it. At so first, the that. first time you listen to it, you'll be like, "I okay, this is just you know, oh, you know, I've heard this blah 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 stuff before." But if you're anything yeah. like me, what you'll do is you'll take notes because that's what I do. And let's just, let's look at this one here. 
This one is Earl Nightingale. This is uh, this is the first one, okay? So those are my notes. They're a little hard to see. But can you see mm-hmm. the number of different pens and, and additions that are in there? Yeah. Yep. Now, every time I listen to it, I add more. Yep, and you're just switching the the pens and yeah. as you go and, and update it. And... Acres of diamonds and um, and then I keep a folder and then I and then on the folder I write all these things on the folder and then I write. Uh, by the way, these goals are from. Well, this is an interesting one. Uh, here are the movies. Um, this is an assignment I gave my students probably because I left Judge in '96, so this is probably. Mm-hmm. 192. So this is 30 years old. Ready? The books, Sword in the Stone. That's that one, right? That book right there, Sword in the Stone. Uh, the Hobbit, Don Quixote, Two Years Before the Mass. Good book. I like that. Uh, Hamlet. And then I have Dylan Thomas's poem, Do Not Go Gentle into That Good Night. Hitchhiker's Guide mm-hmm. to the Galaxy, Genesis, Gulliver's Travels, Arnold, The Education of a Bodybuilder, makes my list. Uh, Beowulf, Dune, and the Tao of Pooh. Uh, for movies, are you okay with this? These are just, yeah, absolutely, uh, man. Patton, Star Trek, Star Trek Two. That would be the Rathacon. Lawrence Arabia, mm-hmm. Star Wars, the movie Star Wars, not the shit they call it now. Uh, the <laughs> Dreams. So that'll tell you about when this was written. Animal, yeah, is on my list of movies you should see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Three Musketeers, uh, Robin Hood, the Errol Flynn version, Brigadoon, How to Succeed in Business. Never Cry Wolf is on the list, which is a great movie. Moonstruck, Freshman, and Fisher King. Uh, and so it's funny because over here it says goals for this folder. Yeah. Yep. Uh, ten books, ten movies, poems, song lyrics. Uh, for music, uh, I have albums here. Miles Davis's Porgy and Best. Uh, Best. Frank Sinatra's A Man Alone. Paul Simon's mm-hmm. Graceland. Hmm, that's interesting. David Fanchois' African Sanctus. Arius Christmas album and Tony Bennett's album always around. And to think Tony Bennett's still with us just makes me very happy. Yeah. Not- yeah. 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 I always love about your work so much that it seems like it's so heavily influenced by like good literature. Like that's has nothing to do with sport performance. And I feel like that's the biggest thing I've always um, taken away from your work is that, yeah, this is the sets and the reps, but you need to look at through the lens of, this work and this might be a fictional book but this is what have you ever you know have you ever read my little uh thing uh it's uh it's called the three books that it's it's a youtube video yeah i've watched watch your workshop like most of your workshops yeah, so that's what stuff. i would do all in the what'd you say it's Sorry. got the sword and the stone and when arthur yep. the wart pulls the sword out of the stone i use it as a template for lifting yeah which is yep the nape of the neck and yeah yep which yep. just cracks me up because you'll take, I'll take a book. I'll take a book. I, I've quoted Dune uh, in the, be- the first lines of the book are uh, in the beginning is the most important time to make, sh- ensure that the balances are correct. Well, I mm-hmm. started my discus book with that because at the start yeah. of the throw, your balances have to be correct. So yeah, yeah. So all those books actually influenced my writing and my coaching. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's what makes it so much, um, easier to follow versus just like people that get very technical. I always try to really learn that from you on the end of like when I'm writing or I'm doing a podcast to just not talk the way some of the people in our field talk. Yeah. 
which is like painful to listen to at points. Well, there's there's <laughs> for the average person, and I'm a, I'm a geek for the the, the science part of it sure. too. Don't get me wrong, but but you know, just because you know, if I was to drop the f bomb every other sentence and say that everybody else trains like crap, yeah. That, by the way, if you if you really want to get popular with a certain group, but here's the thing, I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to serve anybody. Yeah. Because uh, it's that great thing. I can't remember the book. I want to say it was Bella's book, B-E-L-L-A-H. I could be wrong. But what mm -hmm. called the worst kind of community is a room full of mirrors where everybody looks the same. Yeah. I think it was Robert Bella. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. The echo chamber type of thing. Yeah. It's like a, a room yeah. full of mirrors. And that's right, bro. You know, follow the program. In fact, I write that in my um, uh, my. Uh, game ch uh, a changers course mm -hmm. if somebody if you go onto a website and they just say follow the program follow the program just follow the program you're not doing it right <laughs> work out of the day man uh yeah but my my bench is stalled follow the program yeah i know i i have i've done it exactly follow the program well that <laughs> basically means that you are an idiot uh yeah. and uh to quote my good friend bill shakespeare the person doing the program is the idol of idiot worshipers. So, uh, see how not bad, huh? Robert Bell, yeah. Bill Shakespeare. Yeah. Two paragraphs. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. No. That my favorite. So, uh, my two favorite quotes of, uh, of Shakespeare. If I were thee, I would throw myself away. Uh, and uh, you are the idol of idiot worshipers. I mean, those are freaking. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about one person in particular. I mean, the whole thing is everybody on the forum is follow the program and, um, and everybody is a room full of mirrors. And, you know, as much as I, as much as I like the kettlebell community, uh, everyone got mad at Steve Maxwell about a week or so ago. Cause he made fun of me, Brett Jones and Pavel, but, um, Steve's point, I don't agree with it, but, his, it was at least he rattled he rattled people's chains enough to get them to think and it got me to think um what did he what did he say oh he said you shouldn't listen to pavel pavel's programs are abbreviated because he's hurt and can't do anything else brett jones has had him 100 surgeries and since i've had hip replacement he didn't know i had two that you shouldn't listen to me because but i was born with pistol grip hips so yeah i was going to get a hip replacement no matter what I'll tell you one sure. thing cold days like this i sure know i have titanium in me Woo. <laughs> damn can you can you feel that yeah yeah oh, <laughs> like I'm it's cold a, that's one of the reasons i i don't so if i go to a place that's like uh like a ski resort and i sit on yeah the, uh, the lifts yeah i can feel the metal go right through that's crazy yeah if uh, a couple of weeks back where i was at the uh Utah, Colorado college football game. And I'm yeah. sitting on these metal bleachers and I keep standing up every so often. And Mike Brown's got, what's going on? I go, uh, I can feel it's, it's, cold going right up through. And he, yeah. And so the nice lady behind said, really? I go, I got titanium, yeah. butt," and she goes, well, <laughs> a pad. And it was like two minutes later, I was like, Oh, thank you. This feels great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I got I got to ask you. Um, so I actually have a client that just went through a hip replacement about a year or two ago, and he's he's now got to the point where he's been trying to manage it, um, his other hip, and now he's kind of ready to get the other one done. People um, put off the first hip replacement a long time, and the second yeah. one is like, let's go do this.
Yep. Yep. That's exactly where he's at. He's like, I've, I've been down this road now. I need to do it, but we're still trying strength training around, you know, around it Get the best we can. And then you can work around yeah. injury when he comes back. Uh, Tim Anderson's original strength, uh, yep. assisted squats, you know, TRX assisted squat. Yep. And the prowler, the prowler is put on this earth for, for those, the, uh, those of us who are people of titanium mm-hmm. prowler is magic. The prowler Original strength in the prowler, those assisted squats. Um, six months after I had total hip replacement, I flipped a caber. So yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. I got to thank you for the the exposing me to the uh, Tim Anderson stuff because that was the biggest thing when I started working with him. He hadn't, you know, he hadn't been. I, I probably couldn't remember the last time he had been on the ground. And I have them doing like full Turkish get ups and things like that with a with a hip replacement. He's like, I'm ready to get another one now. But you know, I mean, yeah, we're just that simple rocking. Um, give this person my rhythmic. email address and I'll be happy to help. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I will do that. Yeah, it's uh yeah, I mean when Steve mentioned my injuries, it, it sort of bothered me in a way, but I started competing in 1965. I mean, mm-hmm. competing in what, two months? Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, there's some of my injuries. I don't even know how I got them. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, I don't know how, why I that fingers doesn't see that. See this? Those, yeah. I don't know. I, I heard it. Um, yeah. I have injuries. I can tell you some of the stories, you know, elbow surgery, football, yeah. weightlifting, throwing. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, I can tell you some of the stories. But, you know, when you play collision sports at a high level, you know, uh, my opponents didn't always want me to do the things I was doing. So, you know. Yeah, just the price of uh, of playing violent games, yeah. you know, I mean, at some point. I don't know why people don't get on me. I've gotten I have a real concussion issue, you know. <laughs> no one's giving you shit about that. <laughs> it's weird, too, to think, like, someone could look at – like someone like you or Pavel or any, like Brett Jones. And it's like, if you're able to do what you do at a high level that long, it's, it's really hard to argue. Well, I don't know. It's very hard to argue. Let's, let's <laughs> so. go. Let's go deep ugly about this. You ready? Yeah. yeah let's do it. <laughs> I wear this wristband. It was given, given to me by a widow. It says long live the brotherhood. And then mm-hmm. the date is August 6, 2011. Uh, Marty Gallagher, Pavel and myself trained up this group of uh, American Special Forces guys. Yep. And they all died. Well, if they were better trained, they'd all still be alive. No, because the enemy has a voice. Yeah. So if you're going to say that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about because I get hurt, mm-hmm. you, you got to continue down the line and say that, you know, I lost family in World War II. I lost a uh, uh, family members in the Korean War before I was born. Um, yeah, my godmother's brother was. Uh, uh, that's a good. That's basically how I'll explain it. Um, was a fighter pilot and got killed over Seoul. Uh, what? What? If he was a better, if he was a better pilot. He'd have survived being hit by a surface air missile. I mean, if you go down that road, pretty yeah, come out sound pretty much. Uh, like an asshole. That's the word I was looking for. Hey, like an asshole. You come. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, that's. Yeah, but you, you know what? I mean, 
And I'm not, and I'm not calling out Steve. I'm just saying, you know, yeah, if, if you go, yeah. That's the problem with once you go down. It's like the guys who say follow the program. Well, the guy who wrote yeah. the program was on anabolics. So if you're following yeah. the program without anabolics, I mean, I'm going to train like a Bulgarian weightlifter. Well, sure. you know, if you weren't born to do it and you're not state sponsored and you're not on massive amounts of drugs, yeah, probably. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You, you will run into some problems with executing the program yeah. at some yeah. point. Yeah. The, Which the, is why I love some of the, um, some of the people I first met online who were like really normal people. Nice thing about the original yeah. internet was it was a geek fest. Sure. Internet savvy, tech savvy. Geeks. Like I was yeah. probably one of the first fitness people who wasn't a high intensity trainer because the HIT guys are geeks and they remain. Geeks. Yeah. So I was mm -hmm. probably the first, uh, Tamir Katz, Rob Wolf, myself, Clarence Bass. Mm -hmm. Those are your, probably your first four people with, with websites that were yeah. high intensity. And sure. so the people who gravitated my site, you know, Mike Rosenberg was, uh, you know, he's an engineer from Purdue uh, mm -hmm. who worked for a steel company who made me uh, uh, loaded carry implements. I love yeah. Mike, but Mike will tell you, he's a geek. <laughs> yeah. I'm a geek, you know? Yeah. Uh, the whole, the whole, and he's, the, I mean, he's, thank God for Mike, because Mike is the one that got me doing loaded carries and when I got yeah. broke and changed the world in a way. You know? Yeah. And, and so, what was nice about that early, early group is the uh, the people who were kind of horses' asses weren't on it yet. Mm -hmm. So you could really get in there, and and it was people who uh, most of the people I first met online were were married, had kids, had full time jobs, who had a passion yeah. for what we do. Yeah, I, I miss those days, and, and no one there was no nineteen year old experts yet. Yeah. Yeah, that is the that is the funniest thing I find myself like looking at all the time as I like build my business is like, damn, I'm always competing with this person that uh, it's you know the the demographic of people they're trying to appeal to. It's like you're 20 or you're 19 years old and you just life hasn't hit you in the face yet. Yeah. You don't really understand my, my what you're talking about at all. My classmate, I gotta get this from her. Her name is Robin Rootfin. She I, uh, she took a picture of me at a pool in uh, eighth or ninth grade yeah i am freaking shredded i mean there you can't find fat in this boy yeah well mm -hmm. i was five foot eight 118 pound middle linebacker that was yeah you know, and the, uh, and i graduated high school 162 and i was shredded but i was stronger than probably i could bench out bench every single listener on your podcast at mm -hmm. 16 years old yeah i'm just but i weighed 162 and I, my engine was strong but you know, to sure. be a high level athlete, you know, I needed to get bigger. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I, I think what I'm trying <laughs> to say is that it's it if you're not shredded in your teenage years, you're in trouble. Yeah. Because the twenty yeah because yeah you know, pizza and beer are a terrible combination for body comp. And, yeah. And that's what college. Yeah. I remember my yeah. I learned that the hard way. My girlfriend <laughs> for a little stretch. Her and her friends wouldn't eat in the cafeteria because the food was all starches, but they ordered pizza every night. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, I don't, you know, I, and the worst thing was I was taking philosophy classes and we we're learning about law, yeah, and that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, that's really funny. I, I always notice that with like the girls that I, you know, I had classes with that I went to school with. It was like they were the ones giving very loud fitness advice, and I'm like, 
you know, like yeah. we're all at an after bar last night and we were eating toppers, <laughs> you know, pizza. It's very hard for me to take this seriously. It just feels like you haven't had enough toppers yet. It hasn't caught up yet. And then college after college, you're like, oh, now you did. Okay. (laughs) In one of my books, I talk about, so when this is back in the eighties, but uh, I was dating a coworker, Anne, and she, Mm -hmm. she was very attractive. And I could, two of my students were bitching about her and they said, you know, Miss Blank with her big fat ass. And I thought, okay, her ass is not fat. And I'm, you know, I know. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 10 years later, I'm standing in front and I hear this, Mr. John, remember us? And uh, I looked and it was like, like oh no, <laughs> damn, I've had this happen many times. I tell my daughter yeah. a joke. I will say, uh, yeah, I ran into the former student today. And and he goes, uh, you know, Mr. John, remember me? And I'll, and I'll tell my daughter, Kelly, I remember half of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Foster a milk table one, please. A little caddy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen. Do you mind if I bounce? Uh, I got. Uh, yeah, no problem, man. I was just, I was just enjoying the. Oh yeah. Hey, listen. Let's do this again. Let's do this again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it again. You want to do? Uh, you want to do same day next next month? You want to do like yeah. the twenty? Hey, let's 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 uh, figure it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But let's figure yeah. out later. And then what I'd like okay. you to do, if you don't mind, uh, and gentle listeners, yeah, listen, uh, send yeah. me some feedback on those courses if you take them. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and I have then, two that I want to take right away. So, yeah, and uh, Dan at danjohn.net. If you're a member yep. of Tyler's, if you're listening to Tyler's site, you I give you permission to email me, and that goes right to me, and I will answer it. Uh, if there's anything specific I can help you with, Dan at danjohn.net. And uh, oh, speaking of Kelly, that's my daughter Kelly right there. That's my daughter Kelly right there. She's growing up. <laughs> There's a couple yeah. of pictures I, I have that I want at my funeral. Um, so and that's, that's one of them. That's one of my favorite pictures <laughs> ever. So, yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on, Dan. Really and appreciate it. And, soon. Yeah. Um, you uh, tell you what, do tell you what I'll do, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, let's just have, let's, since we talked about it, I'm going to pull up and I still want this all on uh, the Let's do this, man. Let's. I'm going to send this to you right now. Why don't you sure. share this uh, article with all the? Uh, why don't you share this with your? Uh, uh, what's your best? Do you mind sharing your address on this? Uh, oh, uh, my email address. You're talking about? It's just Solberg. Question. Yep, it's just Solberg Performance yeah. Training, the 19 one. Yep. And uh, why don't you put this? Share this whole thing. Oh, sorry. Share this with your uh, readers, okay? Yeah, this is, absolutely. This is one of the. Uh, this is one of the uh, twelve uh, readings, and uh, put it up on your. We'll share that with your readers, and thank you guys for paying attention. Yeah. Today, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for uh, coming on, Dan, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you very much. Hey, any, any, any time, and uh, love what we do here. Okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. We'll talk soon. Take care.